Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. What episode number is this, wife? Fuck knows. It, don't call me fuck knows. <laughs> I literally don't know what episode it's this is. It's literally written on the notes, which you don't have. I don't have any notes. It's episode 119 of is the Bed Hoppers podcast. Or yeah. it's episode one of the new year. Episode one of this new year. This new year. Yeah, we did one last year. Well, we, we did, did lots of episodes last yeah. year, but but this is a so new this one for is this one, year. One nine. Yes, we have special guests with us today. We do. Well, they're guests. I mean, wow. Depending on how they do throughout <laughs> the course of the show, we'll, sitting we'll, yeah. right here, you can't dismiss them like that. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to introduce them? I do. I always go on, want then. to introduce them. Oh, go on. It's the ever lovely secret vixen and secret stag. Hello. Hello. There we go. You don't well even done. have a klaxon going. No. <laughs> 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 I'll trust those two to be making the klaxon noise. Unbelievable. So it's a happy new year. It is a happy new year. Brand new, shiny new year. We are literally recording this on News Day. Drinking some champagne. It's confusingly a Saturday. I don't know why I find that so confusing. Because I've got no idea. This is the weird gooch of the, the, the festive period. The festive gooch. The, the, the you festive don't know gooch. what the festive gooch. Where mm. you just don't know what kind of day it is, and it be all blur into one. Isn't that what like Scrooge wanted? Like a festive gooch, or was that a goose? <laughs> Go down to the shop and buy the biggest goose hand boy. Yes. <laughs> the, the festive undercarriage, if you will, where we don't just don't know what day it is anymore. Well, yeah, but it is New Year's Day. It is New Year's Day. That, we know that much. Yes, because. I guess we might be a little bit hungover, maybe. Yeah, gently. A little bit jaded? Mm, no. A little bit, little bit tired? I'm yes, definitely tired. Yes. Definitely tired. And why is that secret, Vixen? Because um, of the wonderful conversation that went <laughs> deep into the night Very and deep. morning. <laughs> oh, Great recovery. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of conversation last night. Did you? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> there was there were many conversations to be had. We had a wonderful night. So what happened, Mrs. H? Tell us. Do uh, well. We we had a, a little soiree to welcome a new year in. We did. We did. Um, and we couldn't make it a big soiree because you know we have to be careful because we don't have many friends. <laughs> don't have many friends. <laughs> uh, no. So we had a, a limited small gathering mm-hmm. and welcomed the new year in naked singing old lang syne. <laughs> I like to think we welcomed it in with a bang. We certainly did. 
Um, I've actually, uh, one of my funniest recollections was someone saying they needed to set an, a timer to stop all play before midnight so we could welcome a new year in. Did it work? Yes. We did. There we go. See? There was a pause. I like to think that that person may or may not have been a genius. Maybe so. <laughs> We're talking uh, about Alexa here, right? Yeah. Well, I was yelling at Alexa at one point to try and... But ironically, right... We, we we were sort of chilling out today, mm-hmm. sort of post all of the New Year's Eve madness. Yeah. And I heard this noise upstairs and it was actually Alexa telling me that the alarm was going off at 11.55 oh <laughs> a.m. The moment's passed. Yeah, so, thanks. Oh, poor Alexa. <laughs> she's also suffering from the festive gooch. Yeah, she's uh, <laughs> fully gooched up. She really is. So what else happened? Come on, tell us. Guess the goss. Uh, I wasn't sure I was allowed to dish goss. You can give a little bit of goss. Give a little bit. You can a little bit. All right. Well, I did get to utter my favourite phrase, which is, this is like the last days of Caligula. Really? I thought your favourite <laughs> phrase was, fuck my life, after being stuck in the That's storm in Fortnite every time. Specifically <laughs> relating to when I'm stuck in the storm in Fortnite. Do I need to get out of the car? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do That's say that. I do say that a lot. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, it was um, extremely exciting. There was uh, a quite a little gathering. We all got a bit naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some hot tub. There was some hop in action. There was definitely some hop in action. The hop in surely worked its magic. It did. It, really it is did. a magical place. It's like Toys R Us, but now, and then still going. <laughs> all it needs now is a smoke machine. Yes. Oh, and and I've been thinking, machine. and a slushy machine, and a hot dog machine. Popcorn? <laughs> No, I'm definitely uh, with you on the hot dog machine. It needs a hot dog machine. That would be good. Like a little, one of those rotisserie kind of... There already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a surprise comment coming from you. Never enough sausage for you. Is that the, the <laughs> headline? Never enough. I'm fairly sure I saw Secret Vixen enjoying several sausages last night. I, I literally made a sausage this morning. It was a lovely sausage. <laughs> it was. She wolfed it down. <laughs> Not so just much. the chips. Or would it be foxed it down? I don't know. Foxed it down. Foxed it down. Yeah. Any, so anything yes, else was, you want to bring there up? There was um, some nudity, some champagne flowing. This sounds it like was, a great film. Some nudity. <laughs> bit of swearing. Uh, decadence, yeah. There was lots of games. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And just a really nice catch up. There was a tragedy of... over the games, though. Oh, well, I didn't know oh, bring it up. I knew this was coming. Did you? Yes. I do like to announce it. For me, the pain is still too near. You were beaten fair. The, the well. wrong team won. <laughs> what? It's true. How could the wrong team win? I, on or selective hearing. There oh. was definitely some selective <laughs> hearing going on. Um, the, there was a match of Gutterhead, which, if you've never played Gutterhead, highly recommend it. It's sort of naughty Pictionary. With a bit of yeah. mime thrown in. Fil- I'd also like me. to say that the other team were also doing, like, whilst they had selective hearing, they also tuned in to our conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The amazing things we would say. And it's suddenly like, oh, it's this. I was like, that's what we just said. Also, no. did you notice, Secret Vixen, that they were holding their drawing pad close to their team so that we couldn't see I what they were drawing? Yeah. But they were looking Jeez. very specifically at our masterpieces that we were creating. They were threatened. I would just like Mr. H to announce if he won the game. That's what I want to know. Well, clearly did we you did, win the game? that's why we're being Not that particular well, game. I mean, I won the night, I think, generally speaking, <laughs> by having such marvellous we all winners. people there. We were on the final square together, though. Yeah. We, you it was a comeback. You the throne of lies once again. Why do I sit on a throne you of lies? You started the new year on a bad uh, vibe now. Really? You lied. Well, I... On day one. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> Talking about our underhand tactics, which weren't happening. Well, See? Underhand. You yeah, admitted it. Exactly. You were heard there. Yep. Yeah. This Slander. is recorded for 
Prosperity? Yes, yes. that one. That's the one. <laughs> anyway, the reason why we've um, asked these lovely people to join us here today is because they were in our house. So it was much more convenient to talk <laughs> with them than to just lock them outside while yeah, we were recording. It's nice to be appreciated. Yeah, and default, default. <laughs> so what we thought we'd do is talk a little bit about um, New Year. Not our New Year, but often people, sort of, when they're going into New Year, um, have you know, they think, let's try something different. Let's try something saucy and exciting and marvellous, like swinging or hot wifing. So since we have a crack team of experts in the room, <laughs> that we'd talk about some of the things that you might like like to try if you're a, a person that's exploring the lifestyle, looking to get into this and see what top tips we can share with you. Excellent. Hopefully, there'll be good tips for people that have been around in it for a while as well. Um, or if not, it should at least prove amusing as we continue to slag each other off over the course of the podcast. I think that, that, that should be fair. Mrs. H. Yes. What is your first top tip for people that are looking to, you know, spice things up a little bit? Join the lifestyle, maybe. They've, they've kind of, yeah, up. they got to New Year and they went, you know what? This is amazing. It's a great New Year. It's going to be exciting. Last year was so fucking terrible. Let's make this so fucking amazing. Let's be naughty well, swingers. All right. Let, let's be clear that I wouldn't recommend. Um, using non-monogamy as a way of spicing up things if it's to patch things up in a failing Absolutely. relationship. It's not a plaster. It's no. not a plaster. It's not a magic bullet that will just save your marriage from failing. Absolutely. No. So just to be clear and get that out of the way, this is absolutely something you should consider to enhance what you have. But if it was something maybe that you had a chat with with a loved one that evening, is all. So, what could we do? I mean, I, I often you know recollect with Mr H about how we kind of got into this. And I know we've covered it before, but it's it's something I reflect on a lot because it it reminds me of how we kind of stumbled into things a little bit when we had the opportunity of maybe a threesome or something and then mm -hmm. we kind of thought oh that could have been fun but obviously we were too scared to do anything because we hadn't really researched it and thought well about you things. didn't seem that scared because you were I just making scared. out with a woman no it's true <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> However, it ignited a spark, I think, that went made us go away and have conversations. Did it set your by loins all aflame? <laughs> <laughs> the conversation is the big thing here I'm talking about. So the conversation is the, the catalyst that will give you the excitement to want to pursue more things, mm -hmm. or it will also allow you to open up a relationship and talk about what it is that you want to try together. And that may lead to nothing. It may just lead to hot sex at night because you've had a conversation that excites mm. you both. And it may be better in fantasy than reality. Also, though, it might turn into something really fun. So the, the, com the conversation is probably my, my top tip. And I think having that conversation can be quite difficult, though. It is. Um, I would say some of the messages we receive are often framed around, I, I want to get so-and-so into swinging. How do I do that? And we always You just force back. them. You put a bag over we the head and drag them to a club. We always go back and say, well, you don't. You have a conversation. You have an open dialogue together. You don't just try and get your woman to come around to your way of yeah. thinking because that's a recipe for disaster. If you I have may. to take that leap mm. of faith. Yeah, if I may, I've had you know, messages from people before or seen things online where people have almost tried to trick their partner into... Oh, oh we've had several people before yeah. say, we've oh. left the blog open yeah. hoping that my partner would see it. I know, what are you doing? Just I know it's, it's such a, a cliche saying <laughs> on communica communication, but actually having those open open real discussions mm -hmm. are scary 
but important. I think you can't move forward until you're on the same page and you know what each other want. But it's that trigger, though, isn't it? It's that, how do you bring bring it up? And yeah. I think, you know, I can understand why people might leave the blog open, by the way, Secret oh. Fixon has blog. You can go and visit that if you <laughs> no, want. That's a really interesting way of doing something. If you're just too shy or worried to, to open up that, that conversation topic, then yes, accidentally on purpose, leaving something, some little breadcrumbs. Is it a little bit passive aggressive? A little think? trail of... <laughs> Oh, I actually like leaving really, the washing up undone. <laughs> yes, I actually really hope that you know they, they find this and then go. Oh, I saw this thing. What were you looking at? Mm. So that's actually quite a nice way of leading into it. Or sort of just sort of staying at home and just wanking furiously over swinger porn until your wife turns up and like, you know, oh. oh, you caught me looking at this Whoops. swinger porn. Oh, now let's have an honest yeah, let's have an honest conversation about many things now. <laughs> or actually, if you just don't, if you don't want to do that, then maybe just. Um, watching something that has the, the topic um, as a kind of mm. underlying mm. theme. Well, a few episodes ago you talked about different TV shows. Didn't we did. You? We did indeed. Like um, Game of Keys and things like that. And yeah. Can we have the, the true name? Uh, Would you like to give uh, us no. your name? Things like that. They get the conversation started, even like mm. the Swingers TV mm. show and mm-hmm. things like that. And it brings that taboo topic to the forefront and allows you to maybe just get the foot in the door. I think quite often, for me, certainly my approach is around putting myself in that position and understanding how I might feel. Mm. And I find that media like the TV shows and things like that to be really useful for kind of exploring that that piece. And, and certainly in our early days, we found it really uh, beneficial to kind of look at films, look mm. at uh, TV shows, podcasts, whatever, and sort of talk around what, you know, how would we feel in this situation? Would that be hot? Would it be sexy? Would it be mm-hmm. cool? Or would I run away screaming and crying? Normally it was the latter one, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it did me- mean that by the time we actually came to doing anything, we had a fair idea of what kind of what we were interested in, or at least a, a general pointer into whatever direction it was going to be. Mm. But also... I'd thought through enough examples of, well, if, if that was me, how would I react? How might I sort of take my, my leave and, and, and go through that experience? And maybe what you don't want as well. Yeah. You can at least talk about, well, I definitely don't want to do this because that's too much. That's, and that's as important. Yeah. As yeah. important as knowing what you do want. And you may not know what you want until you, you're kind of there in the moment and you can like mm-hmm. explore it. And often what you want can change over time as well. Mm. I know that's sort of the case. It's a journey, isn't it? So, it, but it's... I say it's you've got to it's where do you start that journey and that's sort of what we're we're talking about here really isn't it with the you have the conversation and then actually you can start yeah. to do some research yeah. and yeah. then you don't launch into I'd love to see you have a gangbang with seven guys that would be great that's not that's not the opening <laughs> no gang. I'd be quite shocked if they went okay <laughs> that's the opening gang, yeah. But yeah. I had oh. one of those last week oh. yeah <laughs> oh you missed it yeah. Although I think that was your opening gambit this morning. It truly was my opening gambit this morning. <laughs> but um, as always with Secret Vixen, it wasn't a hard no. <laughs> but there was a conversation, sort of. <laughs> so once you've started having that conversation, one of the things that I'd, I'd really encourage people to do is some actual research. Because mm-hmm. we all know how wonderful research is, especially over the last year, and all of our wonderful Facebook experts that have <laughs> been able to help people. But if, if you actually go out and seek some genuine information, it not only helps you kind of understand how other people have navigated it but it also as I was saying it can put you in the position of what would it feel like if we were doing this and that's Mm. so invaluable Mr Sage your favourite things of research my favourite research thing is porn 
Porn. Pornhub. You can't use twice por- in I mean, porn definitely shows everything exactly how it is. Yeah, so it's, it it's like fine, right? reality, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, okay, actually, I love porn. Don't call me Ashley. No, I do love, <laughs> I do love porn because it, it can give you so many avenues to explore in your fantasies. You don't have to make them reality. And we're yet to find a tentacle monster, to be fair. (laughs) Mrs. H has hit the nail on the head. It it can be a valuable research as part of a fantasy. Completely. Understanding that it is... You you may not know that you like something until you accidentally see it on an internet or something. Should we have a look at your browser history? This is going to prove interesting. (laughs) I'm going to burn my phone. I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) No, I'll be back tomorrow. Who am I kidding? (laughs) Um, No, I think porn's really, really helpful. I mean... If nothing else, to have some conversations with each other about... We, I think we had a really fun conversation once, going back a few years, you and I, where we... We've only had one. <laughs> where I remember it really we well. We actually decided to be a little bit more open and trust each other and, and invite each other to look at maybe what was last in their kind of naughty browsing history or something like that. Mm. Or it was a kind of, what would you look at now if you were going to, you know, have a little... What, what would you look at now? Oh. <laughs> Is that seven guy gangbang? <laughs> no, uh, I think you'll find that's your bag. <laughs> so, for example, Mr. H would probably default to something anal related. Maybe, maybe. I, it depends on my mood, yeah. but that would probably be a default. Well, you're on a tangent, I'm liking this. What would yours be then? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> we do, but that's why we've asked you. Come on, you've got to tell us now. Oh, for goodness sake. Uh, well, we've, we've covered this before extensively, I'm sure. Yes, and we'll yes. cover it again yes. now. Yes. <laughs> so, drum roll. <laughs> you don't need a drum roll, it's bad for the audio. <laughs> like you know. So, for example, we know that I, I do have a penchant for hentai. Yeah. Um, I do like, like tentacle porn, but not specifically massive squid tentacles, particularly just that genre. Of what other of... sort of tentacles are there? So I just... Yeah, what are uh, yeah. tentacles are there? I'm intrigued. Um, oh my hentai sex ones. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, I just like that genre generally. So okay. Hentai is fun. Um, I also probably like watching women together. That's like, yeah, yeah. I think. I wouldn't necessarily hunt out anal Porn. No, I didn't think you would. <laughs> Anything involving um, probably um, masturbation would probably quite appealing to me. You do like the, watching a bit of masturbation. The voyeuristic side of mm. porn. But a lot of these can inform couples or yeah. singles of what they want or what they would do. I mean, I know when I watch porn, I often watch um, multiple men to one female, mm. like wife porn. Um, which obviously feeds into <laughs> my as as she smiles at me. Knowingly. <laughs> Thank you, wife. I mean, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask that question, I but knew I suspect it was coming this way. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, actually, I, as I have said before on the blog, and even I think on this podcast, that actually before embarking on this sort of adventure, like I hadn't indulged in porn or masturbation or anything like that. And if I'm honest, I still haven't massively. Um, but obviously, thanks to joining Twitter, I do get fed it now. Mm. Um, and I do now sort of find myself watching the video clips and things that come up. And I do think the ones that I do sort of get a bit steamy over, funnily enough, are the ones where it is, yes, a wife um, and multiple men. Well, that's 
news to you, isn't there it? Me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to pop out of the room with the browser history. <laughs> <laughs> this is age. What, what you gentle listeners cannot see is Secret Stag's face has gone so colourful and he's smiling so much now. I don't think he can stand up anymore. We about Whereas I think I've probably gone the same colour as the drink or yeah. champagne. Well, champagne. these are say New Year's, new starts, plans for the year. <laughs> Honestly, I think my, my biggest advice is have fun with whatever it is yeah. you're doing because if it's something that's going to get your motor racing together, that's a good mm. thing. Mm. And if you're sharing it, the worst thing is when you have little secrets. Mm. Not yeah. that secrets are bad because sometimes, yes, you know, you don't necessarily need the access to the deepest recesses of someone's mind. However, anything that gets you a bit hot under the sheets together, it's got to be good that mm. you can share mm. an experience even if it is just one of you describing what you want to see or something that makes you feel, you know, a bit bit sexy. I think the thing with, with research, though, is that it does help you explore some of that. Mm. So not just porn in terms of mm. research, but blogs like the Secret Vixen blog, like our podcast and like hundreds of other podcasts Absolutely. and TV yeah. shows or whatever out there. Anything that helps you get your head around yeah. what you're interested in or have that conversation or put yourselves in that space is, is valuable research. And yeah. do reach out as well because, if I mean, I actually, I do love it when I get sort of emails from sort of people asking um, and it's a lovely feeling to think that you might be helping somebody because mm. if when we did sort of embark, I didn't do that so much. I did start to read things and sometimes obviously when you are reading things, you don't necessarily get the truest sense of things yeah. whereas I think actually if you can approach someone sometimes to have just even if it is via a keyboard sort of a connection with somebody where you can ask some questions yeah. and sort of get a response I see it like two levels we talked about how you can be introduced using porn to see the fantasy but using things like podcasts blogs directly talking to people can give you more of the reality of these things mm. and you know it isn't non-monogamy isn't a life for everybody and I think you need to look at the reality as well mm. again conversations have those together it is it is communication is so so it's key so isn't it and as soon as you start squirrelling away things that you're too afraid to have conversations about then you should probably ask yourself why is that happening do I not yeah. have enough mm. trust in my partner to share some of this even if it doesn't go anywhere you could at least open up a bit and have a bit of faith in each other there is something in that having an understanding though so if your partner comes to you with with sharing these fantasies and these desires mm. is is trying not to be judgmental about mm. them because it, it, yeah like it can really you know as much as these conversations can be a real enlightening moment and and, and quite a joyous moment it's really important to recognize that mm. it can re require a bit of processing and a bit of understanding mm. and and sometimes you need to take a step back and kind of reflect on it so if you're you know it might be that your your partner's just told you that they've want to start swinging or being a hot wife or whatever it is and if you're listening to this podcast and it's your first time, it's okay to be worried about it. It's okay to think it through. It's okay to go, oh, and, and take that moment. But try not, if you can help it, try not to judge that person. Mm. Um, but come back with questions, you know, write a list, go back to them, have that, you know, find out more and, and, and try and explore it with them. I mean, as the person who had somebody open up, the first one of the first things that actually did go through my mind was, wow, how vulnerable he must be feeling right now. Because if I obviously was quite blindsided by the conversation when it came up, it wasn't anything I expected to hear. But that was my initial reaction was, wow, he's just literally opened himself up. Mm. I could have sort of gone off the handle but even I needed a couple like some time just to sort of process go did he really just say that and I mean I will admit that I probably 
sort of was on board a lot quicker than anyone. We had really tremendous sex we that did. night. So. We did. <laughs> so that but was because we talked about but it. But we did. We spoke we... about it. And yeah, you have got, I said earlier, you have to take that leap of faith. And if perhaps you're not in that position to take that initial leap of faith, then that might be a sort of a sign that maybe now's not the time to have the conversation if you don't feel like you can even actually broach mm. the subject. Exactly that. It can take time as well. And mm. what I would say is if you're the person that's bringing, the, bringing this up with your partner um, and, and they instantly stay away from it, give them time to process yeah. and don't keep on at them because it's only going to make matters worse. I know this feels like basic relationship mm. advice, yeah. but just continuously putting it in someone's face is not going to help. That is a really good point because actually that did happen with us. Time, yeah. We, Whilst I was quite accepting of it, it got to a point where when things looked as though they might start to happen um, and we started to make sort of contacts with people, it got to the point where actually I actually did say to Secret Stag, I need to just, we need to slow down because if it was, we were naturally both excited about it and it did sort of, all of our conversations kept coming back to the yeah. same thing. You've got to look at it from both sides. I mean, um, from my side, you know, I had this fancy for like 10 years and I'm sure there's some listeners out there who maybe have similar swinging or, or non-monogamy fantasies out there. Suddenly you talk to your partner and they're like, oh, I might be into this. They might be really receptive and suddenly like, oh my gosh, Super I'm in. Yeah. And that's exactly what was with me and you can go too much too fast. Too quick. Yeah. And again, slow it down. Honest conversations about the reality of what you're doing. And mm. It's very easy to get carried away, though. And yeah, especially of if, you oh, know, gosh, yeah. New Year, great, let's get something yeah. going. It's going to be an amazing year. Let's get, let's dive right into it. And that can often lead to sort of people jumping too far too quickly yeah. and, and not enjoying it. And it's, you know, certainly we found that our first few experiences, not that we rushed into it, no. but were a bit crap. You know, and we've talked about them on the show before. And it took a while for us to figure out how this could work for us and and how it's going to really add value to our relationship. So uh, what I would say is that take your time, think about it. As, as exciting as it is to rush into things, make sure that you're doing the right thing. Mm. There comes a point when you've, you know, you've got to jump in. You, you, know, yeah. Yeah, you can do lots of research and that's super helpful and necessary, but you have to take that leap at some point and open up to the partner and then hopefully continue the research together exactly that and when you do decide to sort of jump in this this is a handy link this isn't it right this is a smooth as hell so, yeah, yeah almost like i've written <laughs> written down well, I've, been, I've actually been reading mrs h's notes here yes very yes it looks incredibly like a blank page on <laughs> no, no, only certain people can read oh okay oh, team whispers. Uh, i see right <laughs> fine but anyway if if you are looking to explore non-monogamy and you're in the uk for example what we'd say is go to a site like fab swingers which is pretty much the biggest yeah. site the biggest in the uk school. um it kind of it's it's a bit clunky. It's not the most wonderful of experiences, but it's functional. It does what it does. It, it does what it needs yeah. to do. Mm. Absolutely. But it obviously also will probably scare you off a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I think that's it's a bit of a shell shock to people. I think. I'm sure we're going to come on to this. Not necessarily the site itself. Unfortunately, it, the, not everyone maybe uses the it, people you encounter. Some of the users on the site mm. aren't maybe looking what you are looking for. And they'll all be at different stages in their adventures anyway. So some people have basically just out for hookups and that's never going to change but and that's that just the reality absolutely might life. be what the person yeah. that's listening yeah. to this is is, is after yeah. it, but i think secret stag is absolutely right it's such a 
whenever you put a bunch of people onto a site, you're going to get a whole wealth of, mm. of lifestyles, approaches uh, and mindsets. And, and you just have to bear in mind that when you do go onto that, that site, there is going to be a whole lot of that stuff. Yeah, of course. And, You've and, got to be prepared to actually invest time. Like you invest time on that. You mean yeah. I mean, I'm on that all the time, like checking, writing berries and stuff. So what you need is a very strong fabmin person. <laughs> you do, and I have the best. I, I, I will admit it, I have the best fabmin. Thank you, wife. <laughs> Setting you up. <laughs> You're going to love it. 2022 is your year. <laughs> the other thing that I'd recommend as well, actually, is if, you know, fab is great. And it, it does give you that sort of digital yeah. instant access. And it does let you go into the forums and chat to people. Mm-hmm. But actually talking to people face to face is is as powerful. And one of the things I would recommend is going to clubs, particularly on newbie nights and kind mm-hmm. of experiencing that. But also yeah. looking at having socials or just face to face meets with people in a safe environment where you can ask questions. Mm-hmm. And we've been to, to meets where people have showed up with a list, mm-hmm. literally a printed out list. And unfurled it and literally gone through question by question by question. Yeah, but I love that because people are doing things the right way. It's exactly yeah. that, the right way. We, treating things that their relationships respect because they're allowing each other the air time of kind of doing it slowly together in the right way. Mm. So I always feel really excited when I see people doing things in, in a good way like that. Plus you like seeing a list getting crossed off, <laughs> don't you? Love a list, mate. You do <laughs> like a list. a list. But <laughs> socials as well, particularly if they are a social in like a bar or mm. somewhere, it's it instantly removes the sort of the really scary part. Like mm. You can know that you're going to go there, you're going to go just have some nice drinks, yeah. you're going to hopefully meet some people, but you're not going straight to a club where obviously things might actually, you, yeah. you're sort of, I think if you, I, I mean, I'm speaking from having never been to a club. Um, We're going to resolve that this year, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but I, I think on the initial sort of start of our journey, when clubs were mentioned, I just thought, well, it's going to be like Caligula, as going back to the yeah. earlier comment, um, which having already spoken to people, it, it's, it isn't the case. But the socials, I think, for us, when we went to the first social, which was obviously your lovely social, it was such a wonderful chilled experience we made lovely connections with some really lovely Mm. people but it was completely non-threatening like I didn't feel like I had to go there and I was going to go home with someone that straight away it was just a wonderful place to sort of have that initial meet so important even you know the four of us we had a little social didn't we 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 did and it just gives you that time to talk to the person Mm. and whether it's a meet face to face or even a virtual, we had a virtual. We had virtual meets, really yeah. We did. virtual social a couple of weeks ago, which you very much enjoyed. <laughs> Secret Vixen. Actually, you remains quiet on that one. And it just, <laughs> it's just, it's so vital to l- l- see those people and connect and think, yeah, maybe we can take this to the next the next point and there is something quite amazing about meeting people face to face and it can totally change your opinion and as much as the digital world is useful we can all misread into people's spellings grammar whatever but we can also you can make judgments on people as mrs h's want to do (laughs) well you know i remember was it rolling up to meet these folks (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, and I remember the off the Twitter. Who is yeah, who is this wench? I'll have you know, I am a very temperate-minded, <laughs> non-judgmental individual. I mean, have not those judgments been proven true? She is quite wench-like. <laughs> well, maybe, but what, what I've also loved about that journey is that when you do meet people, and they are as awesome as you folks, and there are people out there that, that are awesome. 
um, you can it totally changes your mind and it totally you know and you kind of you develop these relationships that are absolutely amazing and and we've met people socially mm. that we've never ever played with have no intention of, of playing with them but actually we're I'd consider them close friends and I, I yeah. love that the fact that we've got those relationships mm. um, especially within the lifestyle where you can go back and you can have these really open nice conversations it doesn't always have to lead to a pants off oh. situation yeah. and I think that's one of the biggest takeaways I've had from all this is that I love the little thrill of excitement that you get from having a conversation that's slightly adult mm. oh yeah and even if you don't act on it or do anything it's so it's so 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 nice and exciting to get that rush of oh I'm talking to people about this and it's you get an opportunity to not sell it but you kind of get the opportunity to put yourself um your perception to other people you can change it can't you well we were talking about this a little bit in the car just yesterday oh, yeah. yesterday day Maybe. before I don't know quite recently one of the gooch days one of the, one of the gooch <laughs> days and about the fact that once you've started developing these relationships within the lifestyle that actually conversations with um, <laughs> your regular vanilla boring terrible yeah. awful friends <laughs> become it becomes so vanilla and and mm. you crave those conversations that can go anywhere and the it doesn't yeah. have to be conversations about sex or anything like that but the fact that you can go down that alley yeah uh, you said it exactly a conversation that can go anywhere yeah I have friends yeah. that i talk about certain things but i know there'll always be a limit to what i can talk about yeah i can't say oh i really enjoy watching the football wasn't that game great also my wife got fucked by this guy last week. <laughs> well, i had an amazing it was crazy yeah. it was great. Um, nearly as good as the football <laughs> we all but when you're but when you're with friends like that or even just meeting like-minded people like that like at your social um it's that freedom to to really express the whole sort of um get everything that you're thinking yeah the whole, range, the the whole range of everything element to it oh it's, hang on what just, mean you've brought no, flirting it's, into it's, it no it's not it's it's as mrs <laughs> h said it's the sort of having the adult conversation where you're naturally we're going to sort of start to flirt a little bit with it you sort of <laughs> <laughs> like almost sort of making innuendos and things and actually it's so exciting just to have Mr. that Mr H is the king of innuendo yeah. we know is he really? no, no I'm not her her down. I'm her not flirty at all put her down as, what? He, as he um. caresses my arm stop it <laughs> <laughs> but it is true I and I even commented on that recently um, to Secret Stag that I went to a lovely sort of evening with friends and it was really lovely and I came home and I said you know one thing I really missed was the flirtatious I missed mm. that sort of just open conversation no one was sort of filtering themselves or censoring anything it was just sort of cheeky it's mischievous isn't yeah. it it's, i love that to it what i also like though is that swingers tend to be really good at telling stories <laughs> and they tend because they've all got them because yeah. there's 101 things that can go wrong and right and but either way it, it can be a great story and what i love is when you meet new people or when you when you kind of go to a social and you sit down and you almost trade war stories it's like that scene in jaws you know you start hooking oh, yeah. your leg up and shark bite and this is oh, you yeah. know scar on my chest all yeah. that stuff but i love the fact that these are all little learnings that you take away you're like yeah. holy shit why it did you do that yeah horizons again like things that you thought oh no that's never going to happen for us and you're like well, actually, that sounds well, quite interesting. You know, jokes aside, we talked about how we started off and had the honest conversations and we looked at things together. And now the fact that you and I are talking like jokingly, openly here on this podcast about you having a gangbang mm. is somewhere I'd never thought we'd be. We had to Stop go trying to incept it. I'm putting it into the mind. This is ages getting yes, in there. But, but I think where this is going for me, this all sums up nicely as normalising sex for me. 
and I, I like nothing more than being able to normalize what we do and it's not shameful and it's not something I, I want to go around feeling guilty for enjoying I absolutely love my sex life I love that I have this open tremendous levels of trust with friends you like all, all the people that I come into contact with this is the one piece that kind of underpins everything for me and it's the fact that this is normal there's nothing about it that I think why should I feel guilty sharing what a great life I have it's not about bragging about what my my sex life is it's more about these are just things that every adult can enjoy if they if they wanted to you don't have to have a shit sex life you can have a great one and actually the best way to do that is by sharing experiences and mm. talking to people about yeah. how you achieve that. So or that, you can have a, a, a shit sex life with lots of different people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I look back to some of my, my formative kind of um, adult years and I think I had some real shit sex. I really did. Like some really crappy experiences that I don't really want to, you know, bring back up. But also, why were they shit? One of those reasons is lack of communication not asking for what I want, not telling people what I enjoy, all those things that led to this, it being my own fault that some things were shit. And now it didn't have to be because I can have amazing conversations and share experiences and learn and kind of form new ones. Well, I'm glad that you brought up experiences here. Oh. He says smoothly taking us on to the final sort of <laughs> section of this, uh -huh. which is around first experiences. Like you kind of, you've, you've had the conversation, right? Yeah. You've done your research. You've kind of met people. You've mm -hmm. gone out and you've, you've built connections. And now the time has come finally for you to go out and have a first experience. Mm. Secret Vixen, I turn to you. <laughs> <laughs> your first experience. How did you feel before that? happened i mean absolutely terrified mm. i'm not gonna like sugarcoat it i was absolutely petrified but alongside that fear was an utter sense of excitement and thrill and intrigue um and i've always been one to sort of like go to like a bar with somebody first to actually just sit together in the same space and just have a conversation and then for me one of the things I love most about myself is that sense of intrigue it's that anticipation of actually getting to that point and then yeah you will have the fear it's natural we are human beings we are sort of natural flighty creatures but it's the intoxication almost of that excitement of wow this is about to happen mm. um that i think that it, it's intoxicating yeah, that's getting it. ready dressing yourself and putting your makeup on for example yeah those last minute messages between yourselves and the people you're meeting or yeah and the thing moments. i love it's the thrill of a first date but without you having to think okay is this going to go somewhere is this going to be my husband is this you can just go and be like if they don't like me oh, that's a shame move on it's not going to impact the rest of my life if mm. i don't sort of fall madly in love with this person and again it, you don't have to self sort of censor yourself because you can actually just be your truest self mm -hmm. and yeah if they don't like it okay fine fair enough we'll move on and we'll see if we can find somebody else yeah one of the biggest takeaways we had i think was the the thrill of the first first kiss mm. because in a long-term relationship i mean we've been together what over two decades now and we're so lucky to have experienced first kisses over and over and over again and mm. it's those mm moments that you don't expect to recreate in a long-term relationship because why would you because that's not what monogamy teaches us and it's not orthodox is it to go around kissing people and getting those butterflies but 
it was amazing that we could share that. And then also, also even better to talk about it together again. Comparing notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you know, talk to each other about how it made you feel and how exciting it is to kiss someone for the first time. Well, I think of the amount of times I've been to weddings and people are like, oh, this is this is the last person I'm going to sleep with for the rest of my life. Right. I was like, oh, almost been really... <laughs> can I tell Got you a about story. <laughs> can I speak to you about the Book of Mormon? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But those butterflies like that I talk about are... There's something that everyone loves experiencing, surely. Mm. That adrenaline rush of not knowing what's over the, the, the bend of the roller coaster and that kind of rush of adrenaline you get from how is this kiss going to make me feel? But that does come back to... because. You have that first kiss with somebody mm. else. What's even more amazing I've found is that moment when the two of you reconnect. Yeah. And it yeah. is almost like you're sharing a first kiss again because there is a there's a passion there, there's a reclamation. I, I know mm. not a lot of people like that phrasing, but it's that joining together again. It's that yeah. that mm. being with your partner well, that's amazing. In the sort of the the hot wife lifestyle, it's called re reclaiming, reclaiming. And it is, it's a completely different sensation, but not in a bad way. Like yeah. the amount of times I've, I have, when I've been out and I have had that, I've experienced that first kiss with a potential um, sort of ball, as I would call it, but then going back and sort of, I'll then kiss my husband. And it, it just feels a completely different sensation, but not in a bad way. It mm. just, it heightens everything. Mm. I just well, feel this... your, your senses are just so heightened. Yeah, and I mean, I don't peak. know about you, uh, you two, Mr. Mrs. H today, but Secret Vixen and I this morning, like, I've, I, I watched her do, I watched her do some stuff last night. She did some stuff. <laughs> um, I think you filmed her doing a I lot of stuff. doing some stuff. <laughs> and, and just, we've been seeking each other's hands and things today and having those moments sharing with each other and holding each other and just, you naturally become more tactile. Oh, yeah. You do. I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Just wanting to reconnect with your your other half for yeah. all the right reasons. Yeah. yeah. People are listening and they want to try and take these this change in their relationship on. You know, you go through the steps, make sure you communicate because you can, it can be done. It, you can do it, but slowly. It, it's interesting. There's always a point in our uh, adventures where I kind of flip a switch in my head and I just want to go back to you. And try it again to make sure that he doesn't like it. Gives it another chance. Gives it another yeah. chance. Yeah. And I think yeah. th the same is true, we certainly found, of our of our lifestyle experiences in that it didn't quite work for us. It wasn't quite the right thing and it needed tweaking and adapting. Needed a different recipe, perhaps, if, mm -hmm. if you want to put it that way. Don't throw a towel in. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to quote Aaliyah. If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. There we go. Pick yourself up and try it. Are we, are we going to go for a whole um, Master Bruce thing here as well? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we fall over, Master Bruce, or whatever it is? So there we, we go. Pick ourselves up again. There we go. Yeah, Thanks, Batman. <laughs> Anyways, Vengeance. I think what we're going to do is wrap this up because I, I, I'm hoping mm. that we're going to be able to go out and get something to eat in a minute. Yes. I mean, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I mean, this, this sounds good, right? I'm pretty yes. excited about I'm this. Excited not going to lie. It's way better than reclamation sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have like 50 poppadoms. I'm not going to lie. You can have lie. both these things. You can have poppadoms and the reclamation Wow. Sex. I would Living your best probably life. give it an hour. After the, the food. <laughs> <laughs> Just an hour. Okay. But what I will say is, um, you know, it's really important to have the conversation. It's really important to do your research, if you can, to, to go and try things and to meet people and, and go face to face if you can, or even sort of on, you know, a platform that you can virtually do that. Just to ask questions and interact. And then to keep all of this stuff around your first experiences in mind. 
Mm-hmm. Now, what better way to go and meet people? So smooth. I know, right? Than wow. at the Bedhoppers Social 2.0, 2.0, which is happening on the 4th of February, right? Is so it? 4th of Feb. 4th of Feb. All being well. All, be, all being well. Fr- Friday, the 4th <laughs> of Feb. We're going to be there. You, we are. Hooray! <laughs> hey, I know they paid for the tickets yet. Yeah, <laughs> I paid yesterday. You two could talk Hang to on. Secret Sack and Secret I'm sure there was a bartering the system in play, yeah. Oh, there was I tried to get a discount, but... Wow. <laughs> Got rejected. <laughs> rejected. You should have done that at the end of the night rather than at the start. That would have you may have been a different oh, story. Foolish. I'd foolish. have charged you double. Oh wow. I'm not coming now. Oh my god. That's a lie. <laughs> she'll come. She'll come. And then she'll oh, turn up to the okay. event. <laughs> so the fourth of February, please get in touch with us at bedhopperssuck at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to come along or reach out to us on Fab at Bedhoppers. Yes. What I want to say that Steve Rickson is pointing out to me on, on my own show notes <laughs> is that if you didn't know, this social is happening in Southampton. So, you know, if you're, if you're not living anywhere near Southampton, Tough. you know, come along. There's, there's hotels, just may need to take a day off. We're well, sorry about that, but we've got a really nice venue that we want to share with everybody. Yeah. You're going to want to come. And you're going to want to Friday, so yeah. you still have your whole weekend. Yes, that's, a really that's right. Nice so if you, make a great, Friday. if you make a great connection, you, got, you see them on Saturday and fuck them again. It's brilliant. Wow. Perfect situation. We don't have to fuck people on the first day. We're just throwing that out there. No, you don't have to. But if you want to fuck them and they want to fuck you and there's been like a series of negotiations between you all and everyone's happy on the same page knock yourselves out kids that's absolutely perfect and they haven't found your browser history yes yes. (laughs) if you have a tentacle monster locked in your bedroom why not bring them along to the social we'd love them to turn up I could have a conversation with you it's just seven (laughs) I think the likelihood is that you're going to go to five guys Baby. Literally, five will be enough. Yeah, wait. I, I be We're talking about different things. Oh, we I, are. This time, I went straight to the burgers. Yeah, oh. this, uh, this is I it. I have recently had my very first Five Guys experience. I'm yet to have one in both. And sides. let me tell you, it was amazing. Was it? Yes. Oh. It was so amazing. She's missing out. On <sighs> And then last Pretty night, good. I may well have had a four guys experience, which is also amazing. You did. Oh. You did. Involved burgers. Yeah. This is why your knees are hurting, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Vixen's the same, by the way. Exactly. She's not innocent. For this. <laughs> really? Well, she had four guys as well. No, yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh. Strangely, not the same guys. Do you know what? It she was just outside. It makes it yeah, sound like, like there were a lot of guys there last night, but there really weren't. There were, there was, the that was the, the maximum number there of guys four. possible. Me and yeah. Secret Vixen have been known to share guys. We have. Sharing but not five guys. I wouldn't share five guys. I know, I know you wouldn't. I love her, but I wouldn't share five guys, sorry. <laughs> share a curry with her. Yes. You know, yes. Gonna, yeah, okay. The other thing that I want to point out before we disappear for our nice bite to eat is that we'll also be uh, doing some PCAP stuff oh. uh, this year, in fact. Yes. Not next year, this year this in June. This year. Yeah, so if you check the show notes, there will probably be a link to there that if you want to get tickets. It's sure. in Palm Springs. In California. Oh. Early June. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. These guys aren't coming. I wish I'm so suckers. sad. If I but could, not, I would. Not because they're not invited. No. no. We, if we could, we would. It's just because they just hate us so you. much. I could just send you, Seeker Vixen. Oh. Do you know what? She's actually considering Yeah, I, I can see the look. She would definitely do it. She, she would. absolutely do it. And we'd have to take care of her. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I'm down with this I idea. Let's do it. myself. Did she fit in our suitcase? <laughs> Um, I'm prepared to buy a new suitcase for this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you'd like to join us you at go. PCAP, mm. um, 
look at the show notes and you'll find a link and then you can come along and see us and lots of other awesome people like the average swingers oh, and we're Wonderless. Vaguely sound in like another we're talking about. Yeah. Well, well, it might be their country, you oh, see. Yes, yes. So if you're maybe listening American, in, yeah, if you're American then in another state then? Maybe, maybe. yeah. If they're I mean, American, they should come to the Bed Hopper Social. That would yeah, be that's, that's another country. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole dedication to meeting us though, isn't it? <laughs> well, you guys, they might be coming to see you. Oh, well, probably. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us Secret Stag and Secret Vixen how can people find you in the world mostly our house actually yeah. you can find me on Twitter at uh, secret underscore stag and I am on Twitter oh, as secret underscore vixen one oh, and, our blog, and our blog is secretvixen.blog Fantastic. And we promise we're going to be releasing a lot more content. We've got lots to write about now. now. Yes, we've got lots to write. We've said it now. It's on on record. It is. is. And any trails that I put out between now and then, which is, you know, tomorrow for when this goes live, I'll I'll use that one line. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) Mrs. H. Do you want to get Secret Vixen to do the thing? Oh, no, wow. no, no. I want to watch the it. Pressure. I was about to <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Look at her fold. No. That I, was... want, I want to behold oh, no. this moment in she person. Can like Mrs. H cheat launcher? Secret Vixen do the thing? No, she can't. No. Look, at the look at her face. No, I want to watch it. I was literally about to say, oh, my God, I'm going to get to see the moment. It's about to happen, people. What about if Secret Vixen says do the thing? Yeah, you can, you can do that. Mrs. H, do the thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. What, we're all going to get on okay. with it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. I press record, so I'm glad that we can. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Suck an elf. Suck an elf. Disgraceful. I know, right? Stuff these days. Okay. Quite, quite for the talent, please.